is Off the Clock, KPIA's look at arts and cultures throughout Missouri. I'm Janet Sayuri. This week's edition takes us to the historic former town of Pennytown, Missouri. Joe Penny was a formerly enslaved Missourian who founded Pennytown after being freed. KBIA's Emily Aiken recently visited a family in Pennytown that is preserving the town's history and the place that was once the town's center, the Pennytown Free Will Baptist Church. Today we're walking around Pennytown, Free Will Baptist Church. Outside of Marshall, Missouri, there's a strip of gravel called Kitty Hawk Avenue. The unpaved road leads to family farms, pastures, and a town formed by Joe Penny in 1871. This town no longer exists except in the heart and memory of Virginia Houston, the last person to be born in Pennytown. Pennytown is my birthplace, even though I was the last person born there, and I used to get kid by my brothers and sisters about... Uh, being born in the shanty and not being born in the hospital, but this is this is my birthplace, this is my home, and it will always be that. Houston is the oldest of five siblings and the daughter of Josephine R. Lawrence, who played an integral part in preserving the town's history. She says her mother passed down her passion and the love for her family's past. Houston is a religious woman. She was raised religious and goes to the church for prayer and peace. But the church means a lot more than just religion. It is a physical memory of where Houston came from. Pennytown was once a thriving community, and church was right in the middle of it. And it was day in and day out, which they never complained or anything like that, because they was all trying to make a living and help in the, this rural area. They did a lot of bartering because there wasn't much money. Pennytown had about 1,000 residents, many of which were free slaves or brought in by Penny himself. It thrived through hard labor, farming, and knowledge. Houston says they would congregate at the church to share their love for their town and religion. I feel the presence of the Lord. I feel the presence of the sinners. I feel mom's presence. As long as we have that in our heart and in this church, knowing that even though our days may be numbered, but we have the young people the church is a small room with wood floors and pews, a piano in the corner, and a stained glass window visible right as you walk in. But before its restoration, Pennytown Free Will Baptist Church was almost unsalvageable. Oh. <laughs> it just looked like something that you didn't think that would ever be restored with all of the wood and the bricks, missing bricks. Though the church may not hold regular services anymore, that doesn't stop Houston and her family from celebrating their history. Every year on the first Sunday of August, the church holds a homecoming. There are guest speakers, worship services, and lots of food. Houston said without the community's support, the renovation of the church would not have been completed. So we appreciate everything, the support, everything that everybody has done, you know, because if it hadn't been for the people and the supporters, we wouldn't have made it, you know. When Houston comes to the church, she sits in the pew with her heated blanket and closes her eyes. Sometimes she thinks of her mother. Other times she remembers her favorite scripture or psalm. That was KBIA producer Emily Aiken reporting from the Pennytown Free Will Baptist Church in what once was the historic town of Pennytown, Missouri.
Today and through Saturday, the University of Missouri is host to the 68th Annual State Music Festival put on by the Missouri State High School Activities Association, or MISHA, and the campus is teeming with talented high school musicians performing and preparing. KBIA's Olivia Love captured some of the sounds. Ben Harding is the MU School of Music's admissions coordinator. Today is the MISHA State Solar Ensemble competition that we host every year. So we get three days of high school students coming to campus to perform their solos and ensembles that received ones at district level competitions to then come and compete at the state level. The MU campus is full of high schoolers practicing right up until their performances. I know that over the course of the festival, 10,000 plus students come to campus. The competition includes solos and ensembles from bands, orchestras, and choirs from schools throughout Missouri. Alex Colster is a choir director from Raytown High School. He says getting to come to the competition is rewarding for his students, and he thinks they are in good shape for today's performances. feel really good. We've had a few performances so far, and the, the kids so far have done a really great job. So um, I hope that continues the rest of the day. This is Colster's fifth year attending the competition. His students enjoy having the day off of school and getting to spend time together and play music. While getting a day off from school is nice, the students don't get a break from their work. Some students, like Wyatt King from Webb City High School, compete with more than one performance. I play trombone and baritone. Today I'm taking a trombone solo and a baritone trio. This is King's last high school competition. Next year, he plans to attend Missouri State to study music education. While this competition may be high stakes for students and instructors, overall it is a fun weekend for musicians to meet other talented performers and get critiques on their performances. For KBIA, I'm Olivia Love. That's off the clock this week. This week's stories were produced by Emily Aiken and Olivia Love. I'm Janet Saidi. Thanks for listening to Off the Clock and have a great weekend.